Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you for joining us today on episode number seven, where I want to talk about the one thing that I want to tell you. Before we dive into that, I just want to, as always, say thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. I hope you are enjoying it. The existence of this podcast is to just give you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Jesus Christ, trying to talk about a variety of different things. Uh, The last three episodes, we had Zoe and Gabrielle and Zoe and Gabrielle together. And again, in the future, we're going to have different people, different hosts, different people from Grace Point Church joining me on this podcast to encourage you to help you follow Jesus. Whatever you're listening to it, whether you're just uh, clicking off via Facebook, the website, whatever platform that you're listening to, thank you so much. You can like it. You can applause it. You can subscribe to it. You can leave a message. Just interact with us so that we know that you're listening to it. We're getting closer to almost 200 plays. So that's really exciting for me because it lets me know at least you're listening to this content that we are providing for you. So just thank you once again. I hope it encourages you today. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the one thing that I want to tell you. The reason I'm doing this is tonight I am actually going to be speaking to our youth group, to the Grace Point youth um, group. And I'm excited about that. I got saved as a teenager. I got saved when I was a senior in high school, 17 years, going on 18 years of age. Uh, and I I was my first job out of Bible college. I was a youth pastor for five years. So I love youth so much. They are definitely near and dear to my heart. I always joke that there's many days that I wake up and I'm like, oh, dude, I want to go back to being a youth pastor. That was so much cooler. Um, But I love being a lead pastor. But man, there's such uh, such beauty to our young people, who they are, what God wants to do in their life, how God wants to move through them and use them powerfully. And I want to just encourage our youth. I want to encourage those generations that they will be everything that God wants them to be. I feel like at times, and there probably is with every generation, but I feel definitely today that at times we are kind of speaking negativity, negativity. We're speaking negatively over the younger generations, like, you know, the social media and the things that they do are so horrible. But I hope, I hope and pray that even as I get older, that I continue to be a voice of encouragement, a champion for these young people to say, man, the gifts, the talents, the things that God is doing in you are so unique and so amazing. I encourage you, keep doing it. Come on. So tonight I was just thinking, uh, I, you know, I typically, if I'm in a new audience of young people, I do share my testimony because I do think there's a level of connection and importance uh, with young people. And so I'm going to do that tonight because this church I've been at now, I've been here for a couple months and I haven't really laid out my testimony, especially with the young people. I love to share that. I'm sure that my daughters, they get a little tired of it and um, they're like, oh, we got to hear my dad's testimony again uh, because I'm a horrible wretched sinner that got saved by the grace of God. But anyway, I'm going to share that. But there were just you know, the real thought was like, man, what can I share with them? What can I, what can I encourage? What's the one thing that I want to tell them tonight? So there's one thing I want to tell them. There's actually four things, but I'm going to title it the one thing I want to tell you. So you, my podcast audience are kind of my guinea pig for this message. It's a condensed version in a sense, but here's the, the really the four things or the one thing, I don't know if that's making sense, but the one thing that I want to tell you today. I want to tell our young people this, but I want to tell you this today that is important to our spiritual life and to our daily walk with God. Here's the first thing. There is only one God. Here's what the Bible says. 
In the beginning, God created everything, the heavens above and the earth below, and here's what happened. And if you read the rest of that chapter, you see how the entire earth and all of creation, everything that your eyeballs have ever seen since the day you were born is because of that moment right there. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God. And that's probably a simple truth. If you're a Christian or you've been in church or you grew up in church, you're like, uh, yeah, Jeremiah, I've heard that before. I've read that before, but, but you know, everything in our culture is fighting that simple truth that there is a God and that there's only one God. And really they're fighting those two things. Number one, our culture, our education, they want to tell our young people and they want to tell you, listen, there is no God. Uh, it's a fantasy. It's a, it's a fictional story tell. It's whatever it is. It's evolution. But they are trying to pump into your brain and my brain and specifically our children and our young people. There is no God. But I want to tell you today that in the beginning, God, if it wasn't for God, there'd be no you. There'd be no me. There'd be no planet Earth. There'd be no sun. There'd be no moon. There'd be no stars in the beginning. God created everything. And God wanted to be very specific when he spoke those words. I want you to understand that there's only one God and there's only one God who created everything. Because the the second reality is that our culture, uh, if, if they do get to the point where they acknowledge God, then it's like, well, just kind of randomly pick whatever God that you want or whatever God makes you feel good or whatever God that you connect with. But here's the reality. There is only one God in the beginning, God. Okay, not gods, not multiple gods, but there was one God who created everything, the heavens above and the earth below. Here's what happened. I should probably read the rest of that chapter because it's always such an awesome chapter to read. And here's what happened. Here's how it unfolded. The voice of God began to speak. So I want to tell you today that uh, for those of you that you are a follower of Christ, that today you can have confidence and faith that the God you serve is God. He is God. There is only one God. And we're going to have to stand on that truth and that reality. Because once again, our culture is going to fight us to that. Oh, how could you believe that? How could you, how could you say that? How could, with all the other things and the other cultures, how, that's just an American thing. That's a white people thing. That's a, that's a whatever thing. No, there is only one God. Because the Bible says, in the beginning, God created everything the heavens above and the earth below. You know, I want to live the rest of my life declaring, having confidence and faith, knowing that there is one God and he's the God that I serve. There's only one God. Number two, if there is one God, if there's only one God that created everything, he created me, he created the animals, he created, if he created everything, the next question I then have to ask How can I get in contact with him, with that God? Because if there's only one God, I want to know him. I I want to connect with him. I want to make sure that that God is a part of my life, a part of my thinking, a part of everything I do. And you know what? The Bible has a very specific response for that question, that there is only one way. John 14, chapter 6 says, I am the path, the truth, and the energy of life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, again, if if it's it's hard enough to live out 
um, the thinking in, in our society and culture that there is a God. It's hard enough to, to really live with that reality. But then on top of that, the Bible says there's only one way to get to that God, and that is through Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the path. I'm the truth. There's different versions that say, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except for me. So if there is only one God that created everything, and that God wants to interact and have a relationship with you, the only way you can have that relationship, the only way that you can have that interaction with that God is through Jesus. Jesus is the only way. This is, a num- again, number one, it's hard for our society to accept the truth and reality that there is a God who created everything, only one God. But it is, e- it's an even greater faith jump for them to accept the reality and many don't, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Once again, everyone just says, oh, you know, just just there's other gods, there's other, there's other ways. Why do you got to push this Jesus thing? Why do you have to be so dogmatic about that? Well, here's why. Because Jesus himself said, I am the path, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Listen, there's only one God. There's, there is only one God who created everything. But the beauty of, of that one God is that he wants to know you, is that he wants to have interaction with you every single day. He wants to have a relationship with you. He created you. He created you with a purpose. But the only way to get in touch, in connection with that God is through his son, Jesus. I know that you've heard it before, but these truths are hard to live out. And especially for our young people and for those of you that live in some intense environments, whether the workplace, whether it's your family, whether it's your home, whatever it is, some of you, it's very difficult to live for Jesus because you're trying to live out. You're trying to live for this God and you're trying to live for Jesus. And everyone around you is battling that mindset and that truth and that reality that you know is truth and that you know is right. And so I encourage you today, follow God. Follow Jesus, no matter what the cost, because he is God and Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Number three, and, and uh, uh, that I, that I want to share with you today is that there's only one you. There's only one you. It, it's I know at, at times I'm sure you felt this way. I felt this way. We feel insignificant at times. Maybe, you know, I'm not the president. I'm not uh, a famous person. I'm not some super high level of influence. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten to do things that are awesome and amazing, but yet in, in the spectrum of the world, who am I? Who am I? You know, um, but here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Here's what's scary, uh, and it's absolutely true, is that there has never been and there will never be another you. Now, there's no need to take pride or arrogance in that, but that's a humbling reality that for all of it, I mean, think of it in this mindset, for all of eternity, there will, there will only be one Jeremiah Johnson. I mean, I know there's other people that have the name Jeremiah Johnson. I've met him before. But the reality is, is that there is only one of me. And if that's true, and if that's a reality, and if before I was born, God knew me, then I better 
seek to live out what it is he has called me to be and what he has called me to do. Because here's what I love. I read that scripture out of the Amplified Version because it says, I approved of you. That, that's, that's why God made you, and that's why he, he approved. I, I, if, if, if who I am did not meet his approval, he would not have created me. But when he started designing me, me, Jeremiah Johnson, he said, I approve of him. I approve of who he is, and I want to use him as my chosen instrument. That is true of you today, that God approves of you. Some of you, I know a lot of our young people, they've never heard that before, that, that, that they live in an environment with parents or whatever it is. They really wrestle with that. They've never had anyone sit down and say, man, I, I approve of you. I approve of you. I know as a father with, with um, my children, I don't do it often, but I try to do this every once in a while, especially with, uh, I've tried to do it with my boys as they're younger. Uh, I'll catch them randomly and just say, Hey, Isaiah, I love you. I'm proud of you. And, you know, he kind of looks at me, but I I want them to know that I approve of them, that I love them. And I want you to know that today. And I'm encouraged by that. I hope, I hope you're encouraged by that, that God approves, has approved me. He's, he approves of me and that I am his chosen instrument that before I, and reading on that verse again, that before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. You are mine. You know, that's that's the sad reality that people, number one, they don't understand that there is a God. And number two, that there is a way to that God because that God created everything. And that God created you as a chosen instrument for his name. Think of the millions and billions of people that, first of all, they don't know God. Second of all, they don't know Jesus. And thirdly, they're not living out who it is that God has destined them to be. Wow, that's that's amazing. So I want to encourage you today that there's only one you. There's only one you. So live out what God has called you to be and what God has called you to do with radical faith because there will never be another you that steps foot on this planet. Uh, and there will never be another you for all of eternity. Praise God. Don't take, don't take pride in that. Uh, take you think of that in awe and wonder and, and serve Jesus. All right. Here's the fourth thing is that there's only one church. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27 says, now you collectively are Christ's body and individually you are members of it, each with his own special purpose and function. The reason I am throwing this point in and hopefully those of you that have listened to the podcast, the last few episodes, you know that we were talking church. We were talking church and about the church. And we were talking about how people are so disconnected today from the church. And here's the reality. I get kind of crazy with this mindset, um, but uh, I'm, I want to explain this because I'm going to throw out some a little bit radical is that you really can't be a Christian unless you are part of the church. Now, that sounds a little religious. That sounds a little bit dogmatic. But here's what I'm trying to say is that you are Christ's body. You are a member of the church. You have a special purpose. You have a special function. Remember, we just we just, we just just read this a second ago in Jeremiah that you are a chosen instrument. You've been approved by God. You have gifts, talents, abilities that are specifically designed by God for this world, but they're designed to be a part of the church. And I want to tell young people tonight, and I want to tell you, you were designed to be a part of the church. Listen, I know the church isn't perfect. I know that sometimes you don't like it, 
so, sometimes I've said this a bunch of times. Sometimes I want church to be more about me, uh, but you are designed to be a part of the church. Let me go through those one more time. The one thing I want to tell you, the one thing I want to tell you today is that there's only one God. There's only one way. There's only one you, and there's only one church. And you should dive in and be a part of that body so that you can make Jesus known to the world. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to the Grace Point Daily Podcast. Whatever platform that you're listening on it, support it, like it. Please be a part of what God is doing through this podcast. And we will talk to you next time.